Welcome to the um, Pizza Party Rebel Taxi Podcast. Uh, I'm your pseudo host, Nolan, and I'm joined today by the channel leader, uh, Pan Pizza. That's me. Hi. Do you have like your mic too close to your face? I'm going for Funky Con at the airport. Well, you're not doing it. No, please don't do this. You don't have to. No. I'm also joined by the one true demon queen from hell, ruler of all demons. Marceline? Is he? What's up? You're not Marceline. Make me cream. And we have our special guest today. Uh, who are you, good sir? I'm Squidward. More channel. It's good to be on the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. No, stop this. <laughs> stop this at one. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, Funky Con left the airport to go pick up um, K- Candy Con somewhere else. But uh, all right. Hey, we're doing the weird thing with the mics. Shit. <laughs> Funky Kong's got to take us to the save point since uh, Donkey Kong Country didn't have any save points. Funky Kong's too busy being in Smash Brothers. I'm not into video games at all, so I don't know what you're talking about. Damn it! Fuck! Wow. <laughs> There's um. God. Before damn. we go back onto before we go back onto the previous topic. Uh, there's this weird video going around uh, that went around. It's a big meme, and it's Funky Kong uh, picks you up from the airport ASMR, and all it is is this guy just like breathing really heavy into his mic and smacking his lips going hey how was your flight please and no that's just all, that's all it is and it's weird and gross and i hate it but oh i see that, yeah so now that we brought quentin up to speed on the asmr video um i'd like to talk about the uh nick hotel video that defunct land did because oh yeah well as, makes... w- as, I, as ahead, I well no one's watching anymore because i told them to stop watching and go watch defunct land yes. so we can we can yes. do whatever we want from here on out uh, but you want to talk great. about this? I was just going to say, I remember seeing those commercials when I was younger. Like, oh, I right? want to go to the Nick Hotel. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's, it's, it's going to be epic. There's going to be a rides and awesome. It's like Disneyland for Nick. And then I saw that video and it was like, oh, no, I, I dodged a bullet. Well, I think that's why the video did so well, because it's like it's like some alternate timeline nostalgia business where like it was your dream to go. Everyone, all the every kid wanted to go there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but it was all it was this vivid like you know dream in our heads that was never a reality and and that video helped us see how subpar that would have been like to sum it up it's it's essentially like a holiday inn but with the price marked up and you had to pay for pretty much all the cool stuff like spend $30 for a laser grid room and you spend $30 and it's like wow this is like a size of a kid's bedroom you went through the laser grid you're done you spent $30 for this I thought the most interesting part was the fact that they had honeymoon suites, and that you could get, you could uh, get yeah. married there. The naked night so suits. I wanna, can we somehow track down the people who got married and then had their honeymoon at the Nick Hotel, just to wait, see wait, wait, wait. Uh, what's yeah. that couple up to? Uh, I'm sure they got divorced a week later. I want to know who was the one that married them. Was it the lobster? please yes yeah bring out the dancing lobsters at the reception but uh oh, that would have been so yeah, good. Quentin, you you're not gonna kiss, get that you don't like amanda show you can kiss the man or whatever what's the phrase they say at weddings you may kiss the, kiss bride, the bride and then bring yeah. out the dancing lobsters they've got like a special patrick star outfit with like a pastor uniform on and everything well the it's thing like is muffled. 
the thing is we can imagine someone doing that today because we're all like 25 year olds that grew up watching that crap so we're nostalgic about it right but at the time yeah. at the time that was stuff was brand new so how weird would you have to be as a as as an adult who didn't even grow up watching Nick <laughs> mm-hmm. to get married at the Nick Hotel and then have your your honeymoon there? Desperation is what I'd like to call it. It was probably a good deal. There's a Facebook like uh, viral video going around where like this couple um, did a Pokemon themed wedding where like they act they have their best people um, like battle each other dressed as Pokemon. Or like dance offs or something. Have you guys seen this? No. No. I thought they actually made the bridesmaids fight or something. <laughs> that would be <laughs> really good. Like a good experience. Well, it's like one of those things where it's like super fucking cool because they're really into it, but also like a secondhand embarrassment. Also, like um, I kind of I couldn't watch it. I got really like oh no. Well, excuse them <laughs> yeah, for having right. fun, Izzy. That's how I always feel about that kind of stuff. I can't. It, it kind of makes me anxious. Yeah. Yeah. Like One some thing of I... the people who went to that wedding aren't going to talk to this couple anymore. Oh, now they no. seem to be really into it. Yeah, I know. No, they're all cringe lords. One, you know. One thing I wanted to bring up about the Nick Hotel, though, that Kevin put in the podcast and not the main video, which makes me really mad, um, because this was a really funny tidbit. Like, so he described how the sliming worked at the Nick Hotel. The big water pool was just green dyed water, but there was like a sort of thicker slime at like some of the smaller dunk areas. But you could actually get slimed in two different places. One of them was the Double Dare show where if you won, you got slimed. Or, and this is my favorite, you could pay $125 to go to a back room and get a bucket of slime dumped on you. (laughs) Wow. greatest hotel of all time yeah why did it close you come up to like the lady at the desk and you just like sneak up on them saying like hey i want to get a slime can you help me out and you just slip them a hundred you're joking but that's literally what happened (laughs) just i'm scared that's what freaks me out just a guy in the back with a gimp mask i like i like how you said it like it was some under the table technically not legal thing like (laughs) hey can i get a can i get a slime I mean, I mean, they, they go into the back, they take you with them. No, they're like, you're not a cop, are you? <laughs> <laughs> you soon realize like sliming is a is euthanism for something else. Uh-oh, hot dog! The Transformers will return after these messages. But first, this podcast is supported by Alfredo, our Patreon donator of $100. They want to show off their webcomic, Bongo and Luna. Links below. It's a slice of life comic of a clown ghost girl and a regular ghost girl living in a graveyard full of other monsters, especially monster girls who get into lewd sexual situations. Give Bongo and Luna a try. It's really cute. It has monster girls. Please read it. Monster girls. Links below. We now return to the Transformers. That's that's another thing. Like the police were called to the Nick Hotel very often. For <laughs> lots of there were a lot of sad, like really really awful reasons, like uh, domestic disputes and etc. But one of the actual like funny reasons was because, well, in hindsight, because nobody got hurt, but um, this guy walked up and they're like, "Oh, my car got broken into," and the the manager at the time was like, "Oh, okay, um, we'll take down your information and stuff." And they're like, what's missing? And he's like, my gun. And she's like, what? <laughs> so they have, and plus also kids will like dial like 911 to do prank phone calls or something. And there was another time where 20 people were shoved into a three bedroom suite. 
And then the manager was like, you guys have to leave. And they're like, but we paid for the room. <laughs> Just regular hotel malarkey. It's, it was, it sounded like a nightmare to work there. Um, go, yeah. there was a, there was I mean, a the lady said that she had to like go to like therapy after she was done with it. Yeah. She, she said she had to go to therapy. The Nick hotel made her have to go to therapy. So was she an employee or a, a, like a customer? She was the manager. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. I, I was like, is it so bad that it sent customers to therapy? She was she was the uh, manager for its final year of operation as oh. the Nick Hotel, which, oh. yeah, which was bad. <laughs> they also God. told the story. I don't want to spoil everything on the podcast because she tells it a lot better. But the last thing I'll say is they had a towel shortage one time, where they could there were not enough towels to go to most of the rooms, so they're like, we have washcloths. Oh man, yeah. there's a lot of other stories that I remember, but I don't want to spoil them. I'll go watch that podcast. It's hilarious. It's really it good. It's terrible. I'm glad I never went to there. I don't think there were any in my area, and I'm glad I there was, didn't there was miss only out one. On much. Right? Yeah, there was there was only the one in Florida in Orlando. Yeah, this reminds me. Uh, I'm gonna talk about it in the next video or the video that comes out a week before this, but like a top. I'm just gonna review every single Nickelodeon theatrical movie in a row essentially no. and one of the things was uh, the, the Rugrats movie and I remember being six years old and like crying and begging my parents to go see the the fucking movie it's like please we gotta go see it it's out now did you ever burden your parents like that uh, a few movies yeah <laughs> oh yeah. I really really wanted the white Power Ranger from the McDonald's toys the, the like when the Power Ranger in the movie came out and every single McDonald's in like the 20 minute radius because that's how far my mom put effort into things but like i you know i cried and wanted it and every single mcdonald's didn't have it like it just it just didn't exist Ooh. in kentucky there was this we had a problem like that there was some tv show i think on nick or maybe the wb or something and it was like there were these characters that could swap arms or something like and the the one of the main characters was this short blue guy and he had like rock arms every mcdonald's only had that guy I'm sure people are going to know what I'm talking about. So I had like 10 figures of this blue guy who's are, and the point was you're supposed to be able to swap their arms, but I only had one guy. <laughs> and so, over. Was it called Galador? Oh, Ga Galador? I don't know. I really oh. don't. The power. Well, that was like a show. Nobody remembers on like, I think that was a Lego property. I just remember one episode. There's a tornado and, and the blue guy stops it by making another tornado. And he goes, you fight fire with fire, you stop a tornado with a tornado. And I just remember that being the stupidest line I'd ever heard. So that's, that, it makes that sense reminds me of the it. first episode of Ben 10. Start another forest fire and it'll burn the old one out. <laughs> to be fair, two fires would potentially, the oxygen would run out. Like that. I think there might be science involved with that I'll one. I'll catch this fire on fire. <laughs> let's let's, that's that. let's go to California, light another fire over the uh, Where? The, the forest fire that's going on there. Someone, oh. I'm sure there. someone needs to make a video about what's the origin of fight fire with fire. What could, what could possibly... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, funny you mentioned California, though, because um, the, the big fire things that have been happening in California recently are actually one giant lawn con, which is the funniest fucking thing to me. Because um, I don't remember the exact details, but... Uh, people living in California were sold these tree seeds, right? And they planted all these seeds around California. What they didn't realize, though, was that this, uh, the trees, like, had a flammable sort of, like, oil or enzyme or sap or something. So, like, when the trees grew over 100 years later, 
like the sun was so hot that it lit the enzymes or oils on fire and that's why there were so oh. many forest fires in california it was basically just one giant hundred year long mistake <laughs> i did read that the forest fires would be good for the environment just not all the houses in the way <laughs> yeah. oh. okay, okay. I, I like how you, i like how you just like at what cost is the environment going to... Whoever sold those seeds, Epic trolled them. Okay, so yeah. apparently the phrase fight fire with fire is not the... It, it's not encouraging people to fight fire with fire. It's saying that when we fight fire with fire, we're likely to employ extreme methods than we normally do. And I think it's a Shakespearean quote. Oh, so maybe <laughs> people oh, so interpret literally... it wrong. Like yeah, Schrodinger's sort of like, cat. Huh. Yeah, it's also... like curiosity killed the cat, where it's like people just interpreted the wrong thing, even though it means the exact opposite. Right, yeah. no, I think that's really common because there's a bunch of those where it, it was like longer and then as people shorten it, they change the meaning. Also, cocoa bean paste and uh, uh, what was the name? Uh, Naked Pones. Oh my God. Well, um, they say uh, the trees were, Californians bought the trees from Australians or yeah, Australia in the late 1800s and they were eucalyptus trees. Thank you guys for that uh, caveat of information. I appreciate it. This is way more informative than the Pizza Party podcast normally is. This is my favorite animation news. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> it's I'm just I so just, much. RyGuy1999 says, I hope Quentin reviews the other two Fairly Odd Parents live action movies. Is that good enough segue for you guys? Oh, yeah. um, I actually did review all three of the movies. It's just that the second two reviews probably aren't that good. Oh. Oh, let's uh, introduce who oh, Quentin is. Quentin, who are you? <laughs> yeah, who um, are you, Quentin? So I have a channel called Quentin Reviews, which eventually became the name that people call me. And on that channel, my goal is to entertain. Over the years, that has meant a variety of different styles, which I find different entertaining. But usually I'm discussing media or creating media. A uh, mm -hmm. bit of commentary here and there. Film reviews, that sort of thing. For someone who hasn't seen your videos, which video would you recommend them watching? That's a good question. Um, I'm pretty proud of like the... I did a Ready Player One book review. I saw that one. That, yeah. was, that was the first one I saw. Oh, really? That's good. Yeah. You started with the one that I would start with. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, Mr. I, review, um, if that's your real name. Um, ooh. Ooh. <laughs> you're actually like... I, a lot of times when I invite guests on the podcast, there are people I find out and then end up watching after the podcast which is weird but mm -hmm. i actually am aware of your videos i've seen a few um i think oh, i might good. actually be subscribed Ooh. oh wow oh wow that they're oh. very very nice of you to see yeah well um okay well since izzy has izzy, since izzy is approval. a quentin expert izzy what video would you recommend a quentin expert. i can't don't don't put me <laughs> this on this like just, giving him a job interview or something yeah did you graduate with your phd in quentin studies izzy quentinology oh so high five high five through internet huh. oh it's a wi-fi if you do it that's <laughs> <laughs> a pretty epic joke oh. <laughs> uh who's the guy who wrote uh ready player one because he probably want to steal that for the sequel ready player two. <laughs> oh no it's going to be ready player one two and then we're going to start calling ready player the first one we're going to call it ready player one one retroactively so people are going to be like, did you did you see Ready? I rewatched Ready Player One one. It's a it's Ready a, Player One two. It's a reference to the Final Fantasy sequel names. Yeah, Final Fantasy Final Fantasy Final seven eighteen. Speaking yeah, speaking of which, Final Fantasy ten two like X hyphen two. 
And then, like, they made a third one, and they just ditched the name, and they just called Final Fantasy Thirteen Lightning, Lightning Returns. Does anybody <laughs> remember those games and how like awful they were? The Thirteen was, series. I was kind of into Final Fantasy when I was when I was into video games. So a lot of I played a lot of Kingdom Hearts. I'm thinking about doing a Kingdom Hearts video. You should, because yeah. it's There's... such a weird. Why did they make that? You know, it's like they were like, "Hey, you know Disney, you know the Final Fantasy series." I feel like there's a shared audience there. Let's make a video game series where they're set in the same multiverse. And it worked somehow. Yeah. It's funny, though, because, like, the way you pitched it is literally how it happened. Uh, (laughs) Like, Square Enix wanted to make a character action game, but they were like, man, but there's nobody as good as, like, Disney's characters. And the director of the first game, Nomura, heard it. And he was like, hey... I like I like this idea. Let me in on this. And they were like, okay. And then uh, in Tokyo, uh, Squaresoft, which is now Square Enix, and Disney mm-hmm. shared a building. And by fucking chance, um, one guy from Square and one guy from Disney happened to be in the same elevator. And Square guy was just like, hey, I want to pitch a game to you. And that's how we got Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, and he's like, I'm a janitor, but I'll see what I can do. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like the Flaming Hot Cheetos guy in history was made. Is that what happened with Hot Cheetos? Is that what happened yeah. with Hot Cheetos? Is I that, think like, the hot... one guy was in the hot foods department, one guy was in the Cheetos department, and they were like, hey, man, let me hit you up with this idea. No, was there the... was a, it was a janitor who made the flavoring. I think they're oh. making a movie about it. Oh, I see. Hot Cheetos were invented. That's going to be a movie. Okay, so speaking of hot foods, um, yeah, I recently this week had chicken and waffles for the first time, and mm-hmm. the waitress, Ooh. like, brought out syrup and hot sauce and then mixed it in front of me as a dipping thing for the both the chicken and the waffles and surprisingly spicy syrup is really good oh i want it i was at I a smoothie so, place and i almost got like wretched. a hot smoothie I, I, that would have been bad i think right I, maybe i don't know there's a, there's a hispanic ice cream shop near me that like has hot ice cream and i'm kind of scared it, oh man <laughs> Hispanic people know how, how to know their way around spicy foods really, really well. They well, make what if the they don't know ice cream? cream. That's the problem. <laughs> but you they make to, fried you ice cream. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. You guys need to see like our raspas and stuff. Like we have chim- like we have basically a cup full of like uh, a snow cone full of chamoy, spicy stuff, like a stick that's covered in chamoy, and just all this garbage, corn nuts in there, maybe a pickle. That, that's what you get from like a Hispanic uh, snow cone place. We call these raspas. That sounds like a college dude got super high and was like, oh my God, you guys, guys, check this shit um, out. I mean, don't, don't, all college raspa. dudes love Taco Bell and tacos, you know, and Mexican food. All I wanted was a steak, a queso, mozzarita. I remember in California, I think uh, they had like a flaming hot Cheetos pizza. What? Yeah, yeah. they had like oh, yeah. they um, crush up Cheetos in the dust, put it all over the pizza, then they bake it, and then they put regular hot Cheetos on top. And I'm just thinking, I want that. I want to go there. Yeah. Oh man, Taco Bell has those nacho fries, and I don't know what I was expecting, but I was not expecting like fries and nacho powder and cheese yeah, exactly like i don't know what i was expecting but i was really disappointed to find out they're just regular fries <laughs> yeah oh. i thought they would be like tortillas like cut like strip style yeah yeah that's kind of like i, I mean like in retrospect it's like, really what? stupid but like that's kind of what i wanted i was excited yeah, by the uh the, the news that you could replace 
food items with the fries. So if you didn't want like onions in your burrito, you could you could replace them with fries. But I don't. I've been Ooh. I've been eating better, so I haven't even gone to Taco Bell really that often since they added the fries. I'm more of I'm more of a Chipotle guy myself. Oh, same. Well, yeah, okay. same. That's not even like a fair comparison because it's like dog food and actual food. <laughs> what? Actually, it's funny you mentioned dog food because the closest thing Taco Bell has ever made to dog food was the Bell Beefer. Do you guys know what that is? No. No. It's finally it's finally my time to show off my obscure fast food knowledge. My time has finally come. The so Sharingan is activated. My shar my shar my manga kyo Sharingan is active, but um, it's basically a sloppy Joe made out of a Taco Bell taco. What? They oh, had, that kind of um, sounds good. No, it's the belt. It's the beef, and then all the toppings that go into taco on a bun. So it's a sloppy Joe taco bell. You see, I'm oh, imagining Mr. Krabs, you know, and he pulls out like a Taco Bell, you know, a Taco Bell burrito, and then he turns around, and then after three seconds, he turns back around and he has a pizza or something. That's yeah. what I'm. That's what I'm imagining when you're telling I'm, me about changing up these ingredients in this revolutionary way. Sloppy Joe's was the worst thing my school ever had to offer. Yeah. I mean, I'm not sure if that's the worst thing either, because, like, McDonald's, I think it was McDonald's once, had, like, uh, onion nuggets, deep-fried onion, like, chunks of that onion. That sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah. It's just it's onion not, rings. Yeah, no, but they're, like, thick, like, chunks of onion. I know, that sounds amazing. Well, do you guys know the, it must be good. Do you guys know the origin of the the fish sandwich McDonald's has? I think, uh, I think I know where you're going with this, but continue. Well... I'm uh, you might be interested in in the other option they wanted to go with, but basically mm. some guy owned a McDonald's in a very Catholic area, and <laughs> he was his food wasn't selling well, especially not on um, is it Fridays? Black Friday, yeah, yeah. Where you can't just, eat meat. I think in that era maybe every Friday you couldn't eat meat, so like Fridays he would make like a hundred dollars a day, and he said I need to make a food stuff that I can sell. To people, you know, to to people mm -hmm. who aren't who who are religious on this day, so he came up with this fish sandwich. Tried to sell it to McDonald's, and he came up with this deal, where basically he would sell this McDonald's sandwich at his location, and then another McDonald's restaurant would sell a different test Catholic Friday sandwich. Whichever sold more would end up on the menu forever, and mm -hmm. uh, and. His fish sandwich sold really well, and the other one sold like ten patties. Do you want to know what the other one oh, was? I know what it is. But go ahead and say it, it. It was a chunk. It was a cut of pineapple yes. out of a can uh, with a piece of cheese on a bun. Yes. What? <laughs> yes. Oh God. What? I love you, Quentin. You're my <laughs> new best friend. First <laughs> sandwich I ever heard. Yeah. I've the pineapple sandwich, everybody. It's <laughs> your local McDonald's. Why? Why did, pineapple? Why did Rick and Morty bring back the Szechuan sauce? Why didn't they bring back the pineapple patty? Yeah, I want people oh, riding at McDonald's for pineapple patties. That, that's that's still not their worst burger, though, or their worst sandwich. Uh, two, two of them I can think of also are the McAfrica, which was like... <laughs> <laughs> this is really funny because it was like a burger on a pita, which is like a really flat piece of bread. Ooh. But the problem was they released it during a time a huge African famine swept all over the uh, continent. So, <laughs> oops. oops. That's unfortunate. Oh. Oops, indeed. 
Yeah, and then the other one was the McLobster, which is a uh, hot dog bun, or or like a hoagie bun, I guess. And they just plop this tossed, cut up lobster into the uh, bun, and it looks like somebody threw up in it. And it looks disgusting. Sold awful. Well, I don't think I think most fast food burgers. I what I like to do is if I'm in the mood for fast food burger, I Google, I Google the burger, and then I go and I add the word review because the pictures that they get posted of those burgers in reviews never look good because the person's yeah. always like lifting it up from the center up, and you can just looks all like it looks like someone sat on it, mm-hmm. and then you're not in the mood for it anymore because you're like, oh, that's what it looks like. I remember now. So going back to your story about like how they decided between the fish fillet and the pineapple burger, the hula burger, the hula the burger. Hula. Uh, I love that how you phrased it because it's like the, the together, whichever one won best will be on the menu forever. That's such like a ten year old like thing. Like that's a fact. <laughs> yeah. No, but that's 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 like how fast food. That, that's how fast foods run. Like the place I work at, like the, the run like the kids next door. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm I'm quitting there soon, so I don't give. Well, it, I, I worked at Little Caesars, it. and we definitely did like stupid test things. Yeah, uh, no test testing is totally normal. Like, yeah. what did you te- like? What's some Little Caesar stuff you tested that never well, went through? I I just remember two things we tested, and I think they became mainstream nationwide menu items. Mm-hmm. But I we tested loaded bites. Uh, did you guys I- have those? I don't think so. Sounds oh, good. Oh god, they were kind of oh, disgusting, but they were Little Caesars, oh. so that's what you'd expect. It was like you know they're crazy bread at Little Caesars. Mm-hmm. Imagine if they cut those into like pizza bite sized bits of bread. So like mm-hmm. a, you know, imagine like a a pizza bite sized uh, Little Caesars crazy bread, and you get like twenty of those. They put them in like this container, and then they put sort of like nacho it was like string cheese on top of that and then like bacon on top of that and then they would you could buy that that sounds that sounds disgusting yeah it was pretty gross but that was it was like you know they never sold it so we ate them all the time and then we (laughs) we tested a something called a smokehouse pizza which was delicious uh Hmm. but hugely inconvenient Oh. To make. Is that like steak? It was it was it was like barbecue sauce. Uh then you had like it was like a bunch of then it was like a bunch of smokehouse meat that we had to keep and like completely separate from all the rest of the food. And we couldn't we couldn't and it was a different kind of barbecue sauce than the rest of the barbecue sauce we had. Yeah. And and we couldn't take things off the pizza, I think. We could only put things mm-hmm. on. So you couldn't call and be like, hey, I need you to take off all the meat and still sell that to me. You couldn't do that. Mm-hmm. And it was delicious, but I could understand why they wouldn't do it because it was impossible to keep, like, we had to have, like, one an hour, you know? Smokehouse, so yeah, whenever they do smokehouse, like, it's usually a pain in the ass because it is prepared differently from everything else. But um, I have to answer this because this cham is spat- spamming me with it. I did not get the Fortnite burger. Whoa, deep in the fire here. Flaming hot Cheetos. Here, try one. If you can handle it. Flaming hot Cheetos. Deliciously hot, dangerously cheesy. Um, I have to answer this because this cham is spat- spamming me with it. I did not get the Fortnite burger. I'm very what? upset I did not get the Fortnite burger. You did the dance. I did explain. Yeah, I was there no, recording okay. it, and yeah. it was awful. So um, after Spo, right after Spo got off work, I told him he had to come over. I didn't tell him <laughs> why. 
he comes over and he's like, okay, Nolan, what's up? He's still in his uniform. I'm like, we're going to McDonald's and ordering the Fortnite burger. Why and he's, and he's, I'll explain Quentin. Don't worry. This is, this is important. <laughs> so Spo is just like, I don't want to do this. And I'm like, you have to do this. And he's like, okay, fine. So we drive down, like work our way around the construction that's going around our main street and get into McDonald's and I hatch up a plan. I'm like, all right. So there's this meme going around that on August 6th, if you go in and order the Fortnite burger, the look on the workers' faces will be awesome. This was a meme, so it has to be true. So um, I send I send Spo in. I stay outside for a couple minutes, just you know, just like making it look natural, like I didn't come in with him. You know, it's part of the it's part of the grand scheme. And uh, I figured I'd just go up to the front counter and they take my order, but unfortunately, they had self kiosks. My plan was already in disarray. And I had to, oh. I had to scratch up a new plan altogether. To think, to think quick. I had to think quick, and I had to think fast. Otherwise, the whole plan would be compromised. So um, the lady, um, this very, very adorable lady, comes up to me and goes, "Can I help you?" And then I'm like, "I must do it now, or I will never be able to again." So I go, um, "Yes, uh, I hear you have a special promotion today," and I'm trying to think of how to segue into this. And uh, she's like, what kind of promotion, sir, was it? And I'm thinking like, oh, I, I think it was. Uh, then I bust out the default <laughs> dance from Fortnite. <laughs> Just very funny. There was no expression Why? change on her yeah. face. Yeah, and then I ask for the Fortnite burger, and then she tells me to leave. <laughs> So, yeah, that sounds about right. That's what she told you? You see, I just would have, I would have just blankly told you, oh yeah, we have that. I would have gone to the back, come back out with a bit of pineapple and some cheese. <laughs> hand that over. That would be great. She just told you to leave? Yeah, yeah. they told me, to, they told me to leave. That uh, sounds about right. Rude. But, um, yeah, it's got like, it's gone viral a bit, like somewhat viral on Twitter. It got re-uploaded to meme pages on Instagram. So right. I'm, a Links below. I'm a celebrity, so I'm too good for all of you, unfortunately. Oh, this I is see. my last pizza. This is my last pizza party. I signed a deal with uh, Harvey Weinstein for a new movie, so I think I'm going to oh. the future ahead of me. It's like that episode of Johnny Dang. Test. Wow. Okay. Maybe you'll cameo on <laughs> I thought I was going too far with the Harvey Weinstein joke, and you had to pull out Johnny Test and ruin everything. Way to go, Spo. Yeah, I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna just exit the stream now. <laughs> yeah, it's over. Get get in your car and drive off. Get in a plane. Just fly no one ever back. sees back you home. again. Go back home to Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing there for you. But uh, no, no I, I just want to say I appreciate you. I know. I I, appre I appreciate myself too. Um, someone does. <laughs> Man, Mandy Extremer 23 says Nolan in his cynical fucking ass. <laughs> You're not wrong, though. Uh, so, uh, so, yeah. What? You say what you were going to say. I totally, I was going to say I forgot what I was going to say after because I went on the Mick, Mick uh, Fortnite burger. Oh, we were talking about, we were talking <laughs> oh, about like restaurant chains that test. There's, oh, like a, yes. there's an infamous one in Canada where for a while they tested the McDonald's pizza. Oh yeah, that, yeah. That was all over, and then like it didn't work out. I've heard how bad is that thing? Well, I heard it was. I heard it was all right, and I've heard people say that there's nothing else like a McDonald's pizza. But of course, the reason that it doesn't make sense is that McDonald's is, is you know, fast food, and it's so it's you can't like. How would that work with a drive-through system? It takes like what, ten minutes uh, to cook a pizza. Little Caesars I, have drive-throughs though. Yeah, I was gonna say I've seen. Yeah, pizza but you park out front if it's not hot and ready. Yeah. 
Um, I will say, though, I think another reason was because they had to order specialty-made pizza ovens, which are expensive oh, yeah. and uh, would take a lot of upkeep. So, like, if you're if the pizzas aren't selling super great, because it's like you could get a McDonald's pizza, which probably tastes whatever, or you could just go to a pizza restaurant down the street that'll probably taste better anyway. So, I mean, yeah. the solution wouldn't it be just like the pizza you can order online exclusively? You can only call it in, versus you can't do it drive-through traditionally. I think this was before the um, they had online ordering. Wasn't online uh, ordering like super yeah, late nineties? Like, this was late nineties that we. This was like mid yeah. to late nineties. They were testing this pizza. And P- yeah, Pizza Hut didn't start doing online ordering until like like that time or the early 2000s, and it didn't work good because it was dial-up. So what kind of um, weird? No. Did you did you did the restaurant you work at ever do some sort of bizarre test? Um, I'm not gonna say what place I work at, but people will figure it out anyway. And I'm only working there for another couple weeks, so I don't care if you figure it out. But um, I work at a chicken place, and we introduced these uh family-styled meals where um. You could stack, like, like, you could pick an entree and then a side and then uh, other stuff. It came with, like, biscuits or whatever. And uh, they came with sp- cute little talking point cards. Like, they had a box where you could all put your cell phones in and shut it. And then you pull out the what? talking cards so you could bond together as a family. And some of the interesting talking points were, like, what would you do if you were an animal for a day? <laughs> What? What, an, what what animal would you want to be you know it's like those uh it's like uh table topics but made by christian people so you know yeah, oh, a we'll, we'll answer the question Nolan. um but uh we introduced mac and cheese and baked be- bacon baked beans at the same time and i'm pretty sure you guys guess which one made it through <laughs> so yeah. um the baked beans were trash and were nixed immediately and we also uh, got rid of our famous coleslaw, which was surprising because everybody loves coleslaw here in the South. Um, I and we replaced coleslaw. Yeah, and they replaced and they like gave the recipe out. They were like, "Here, here it is." You know, like uh, it's it's a uh, it, our coleslaw recipe, everybody. And uh, they replaced it with a superfood side salad. <laughs> it's just like what? Okay, it's like it was like kale with a like a maple syrup like tossed with dried sour cherries doesn't that defeat the purpose of eating kale to get maple syrup on top of it it, it was like a maple flavored like dressing or something it wasn't Creative. syrup exactly kale is a superfood okay that's why it's called a superfood side <laughs> I, I gotcha i gotcha but syrup isn't a superfood it seems like they would be out. arch nem- Okay, like bye. Kryptonite. <laughs> like Syrup's like negative kale. <laughs> yeah, they should. They should. They should have. They should have called it the anti-food. <laughs> what happens when an unstoppable force meets an immovable object? They surrender. That's what the superfood side is. Found out, and you can have it in your stomach. I love the fact that this is an animation podcast, but the conversation we're having it fits our title so much better. Yeah, well, pizza part. That's yeah. So I mean, I mean, people are here for us. So, I just watched this podcast for a while. What made you stop, Quentin? Oh, okay. There is a bit of a funny story. Okay. It's so me, I started okay. watching. You guys had I Hate Everything on, and I thought it was a good podcast. So I, I was listening to them off and on from there. Mm-hmm. And then uh, one time you had Bedhead Bernie on, who I'm friends with. him. <laughs> and I was I didn't know if it was real or not. I didn't know if you guys actually hated him. <laughs> so I stopped watching. <laughs> 
Bernie's Bernie's one of my best friends. Uh, we we shit on each other all the time. Okay, okay. Yeah, I figured yeah. that out eventually, but by yeah. the too late. <laughs> when you got the you got a PM from me on Twitter, you're like, oh, it's this fucker, isn't it? Well, no by then when. I figured out you guys were just you guys were just friends. The problem is I just don't I don't listen to a lot of podcasts because podcast everyone I, had a podcast suddenly you know after baited suddenly every youtuber had a podcast and then you didn't have time for all those podcasts so i mm -hmm. really i really don't listen to them at all anymore yeah it's uh i remember seeing a post that was like uh let's start up start let's we should start a podcast as of the new we should start a band oh, <laughs> and, I'm like, right. and i'm like yeah that that's that's an accurate assessment uh, um I, I actually did start a podcast on, of my own on uh, Nick Tendo's channel uh, about the new Sonic movie, and we said, and we we're just like, eh, it's a short run. We're not gonna like make it a thing. We're just gonna talk about the Sonic movie, shoot the shit, etc. But um, if y'all are gonna watch some podcasts, y'all should listen to uh, true crime shit. That's the good. That's the good stuff. The one podcast I still listen to from time to time is is Jar Media, oh, which yeah, is the most good. bizarre. That's uh, Shit Alex's, right? Yeah, that's I Hate Everything and a bunch of his... I think they're like high school friends. And oh. I just really love that, that part I, of the podcast. I, I wish we could have him back on. I don't know if he liked his time on here. <laughs> I'm sure he was He's, fine. I, yeah, I, just, we, I remember we took the piss out of him because we like tricked him into thinking we had a day where we cleaned up dust bunnies and he was confused as to what they were. <laughs> yeah, they were like, I do actual, remember that. Yeah, he thought they were like oh, actual animals. What a we, we, yeah, what we just ran with it. It just like it's like a weasel stomping day. We just get rid of them. Yeah, exactly. It was really funny. I'm still surprised that we managed He's... to get um your movie sucks twice on here. <laughs> Dude, yeah, Adam's chill. It was great. I actually well, just recently, like this week, started watching him. Like, oh, he... go ahead. People oh, want us to also get R Ralph. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Quentin. <laughs> No, no, you go. And I was saying I wasn't saying anything. Oh, um, <laughs> people, people really want us to get Ralph Seppi on. I've asked him. He hasn't responded. If anybody has like something like a P.O. box or an email or his like address, his personal address, where oh. I can like fly over, just knock on his door and say, why haven't you answered my fucking PMs yet? You son of a bitch. And then he's like, well, oh. dude, who are you? And then I like stormed into his house and I like it like really up close start and personal with them. Start ripping down the wallpaper. Like, yeah. Yeah. I start like shoving him. Just, like, what like, are you doing? Take all what, his what posters <laughs> off the wall, walk out the door and be like, this is a warning. <laughs> and yeah. And I'm like, this is my house now, you fucking piece of shit. And he's like, oh my God, please. I'm going to call the police. And he's like, like crying and like really confused as to why, like this big hulking like fat 23 year old man is like in his house like well, i'm sure he's gonna him. i'm sure he's gonna be on now after he's heard you say <laughs> yeah, all that. i was gonna say this is gonna get him on for sure threatening him and to break into his home well, listen all i'm saying is ralph seppi if you want to avoid having your house <laughs> broken into and being shoved by an angry obese 23 year old man who is borderline skinheaded you know just just come on pizza oh. party and don't worry about it it's fine I mean, it's fine as in you're losing your hair, right? Not that you're a part of the alt-right, surely. Heil. Joke's righty then. <laughs> it's springtime for Hitler. Uh, Do you ever notice um, Ralph the Movie Maker looks like Reggie fils -Aimé? <laughs> From another timeline. So, oh, did you... Yeah. That's go it. On. That's all the time I got. I have to go watch Nicolas Cage on my Nintendo 3DS. Oh, sweet. Did you guys uh 
you did you guys want to talk about the Timmy Turner movies with me? Because that's one of my someone oh, no. transitioned to that, but then they didn't talk about it. Oh shit. Um yeah, we can talk about that. Um I hated them. <laughs> no, they're they're in suffer I actually liked the second one a little. I thought it was cute, but uh but the I, first one is terrible and the third one's just insulting to everything. I remember watching an interview with Butch Hartman. I think he said he just made the third one just so he can go on vacation. <laughs> really? That doesn't like make what Adam sense. Sandler does. Yeah, it, like it's like a money laundering scheme that didn't work because it made no money. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, Butch Hartman is a controversial figure, of course, as of recent. Yeah, um, for good reason. Uh, I mean, what do you mean? Dyson, he's he's rightfully controversial. Are you saying like, yeah, Butch Hartman? <laughs> right, you need to fuck him up. Rightfully, rightfully controversial in that he has made a lot of stupid decisions. And he's, he's made a lot of stupid decisions. Did you see his apology on Twitter? Did and it had like a and stationery had like a secret message in a it. A secret message that said like, your only true friends are the ones that always stand beside you. <laughs> I, yeah, that's look, that's not a secret message. I think that's just the um, what do you call those paper? The stationery. How coincidental that the stationery had that. How yeah. coincidental, indeed. Coincidental. <laughs> um, um, but the the Timmy Turner movies, I I thought were were painfully insulting for the most part. I couldn't the finish that, the first one at the all. The guy that played Crocker, I thought, did a really great job, but he'll probably never that. get work again. Uh, <laughs> I know. I know that. I know that uh, the voice actor for Cosmo was just Timmy's dad. Like, he just hopped in there, and he's like, yeah, I'm Timmy's dad now. Did well, the same voice Tim, and everything. He always, yeah, he was always the voice of Timmy's dad, and he played Timmy's dad. And uh, now, Yeah, I know. I, I was just saying it was weird that they just, like, it, it was just bizarre. The, the it whole was surreal movie is... to watch, and it would be like, ah, oh, I'm Timmy's dad. It was just strange seeing the voice come out of his mouth, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think that's the only thing worth like watching those movies for is just how surreal they are. They're very they feel very very weird. Well, remember when they like well, they announced before saying that like the actual voice actors are going to voice the cartoon versions of mm -hmm. the the Fairly Odd Parents? They announced uh, Jason, what's his name? Is it Alexander? Alexander? Yeah, and then uh, another woman I can't remember. But they they announced them as the actors, so a lot of people thought that's who the live action versions were. And that's kind of right, but it's like for one scene. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, that's very strange as well. The guy from Seinfeld is playing Cosmo, and uh, <laughs> why? You know, <laughs> what else can you say except why? Why is that the case? It's, I mean, Jason Alexander doesn't have much work to do. He can't go back to voicing uh, the gargoyle Hugo from hunchback after his pokey comment so oh, and the main villain of the first Timmy turner movie is this donald trump parody for some reason they made like a it's like a celebration of the entire fair the odd print show and they were like let's invent a, a new character and he's like a donald trump parody yeah which is kind of weird because uh butch hartman is very very much a republican so that's kind of weird yeah but I guess that just goes to show how he just kind of let the show do its own thing and he did not did care. You, I heard on a stream he said that like all of his cartoon episodes were educational and they all had a biblical message behind them. Christ is evident and, in his work. And I was, yeah, I mean, yeah. I was like, more, and I literally think Christian than, wasn't uh, the joke right. of the Fairly Odd Parents was that half the time like it was anti expected moral. Like sometimes Timmy it was. goes back out of that way. Like the episode where Timmy goes out of his way to save that old that old village and Timmy's dad just sells it. And he goes, 
my childhood has no meaning, son. <laughs> and it's just like, that was the moral? What does mm-hmm. that have to do with the Bible? Uh, yeah, good question. Probably just said that. I mean, this, without thinking I think about it has it. just as much to do with the Bible as much as Cosmo getting pregnant does. Oh, yeah, that's uh, that's another one. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I love about that episode? It's it's that later they that it's retconned that Cosmo was the last fairy child ever. And then later there's when they introduce the female equivalent to Timmy, who also shares the godparents, when they introduce her, mm-hmm. they they say that there's a fairy shortage and it's like, well, maybe if you didn't ban reproduction, that wouldn't be a problem. <laughs> yeah, exactly. the, the, sh- the show abandons its own eternal logic several, several times. Both it, for bad comedy. It produces these guest side characters, but they bear so little on the on the writing of the show that then they disappear and you don't even notice. Yeah, I remember yeah, Sparky. The dog... The dog oh, yeah. and the baby disappear, and it, it took me, like, two watches to, to realize that. Poof is gone? What happened to them? Poof was gone at the start of the season where they introduced Chloe, and I was trying to wrap my head around And But Foop was in the show, right? <laughs> what happened to them? Did they die? So, so I don't they know get what's rid- happening there. <laughs> so they get rid of their child, and they never mention it? That's what I that's what I was getting. I think maybe Poof, Foop, I think maybe Poof shows up for, like, two episodes that season. Wow, and then the dog does not. Yeah, but like, like, like they did don't the dog have die? Poof! They don't have poof, but they still include foof. Poof. Yes, in those episodes, like it's not like she just the poof just just randomly appear in those episodes. Like, yeah, and it's like, not like it's set before poof. Right. I was upset that we didn't get a fourth live action movie with with adult Chloe. <laughs> oh thought, my god, I hate I it! Will... I hate it! Oh. Oh. Look, people are always mad about this show, and I'm just like, I stopped watching. Why are y'all still mad? You know, who cares about these new characters? Yeah, that's totally I'm fair. That's, that's how I am half the time. It's well, like I when people, like, like when people still like... trying to talk to me about The Last Jedi eight months after it came out. Like, no, go watch oh a different God. movie. Okay, so in the related, I saw a video that was titled The Phantom Menace. What went wrong? It's like, it's, it's fucking 2018. Fucking Red Letter Media already did it. You don't need to make another yeah, exactly. fucking Phantom Menace video. Some random person. No. We don't need just any more prequel reviews ever. It's done. You know what I'm waiting for? Okay. Is someone to just make like, what killed the Rugrats? Dill Pickles. <laughs> <laughs> Dill Pickles is the scrappy man, you. Man, you ruined Saber's video. Uh, oh, we... oh, shit. Oh, no. Do you guys oh, okay, talk about okay. Rugrats, Rugrats a lot? Or do which you want which one ruined it? Was it, um, was it Dill Pickle or was it uh, Kimmy, I thought Kimmy, Kim, because, as a child, Kimmy, I thought Kimmy was way was way more bizarre than Kimmy yeah. because she's not white. If you pick Kimmy, you're a racist. <laughs> okay, wow. I never oh, understood Dill because bit, like darling. because spring time for Hitler. Spring time for Hitler. <laughs> I can't believe no one has proven racist twice again. <laughs> no, nope. I don't know. Still, what? First the kids star in their own movie. Now they're doing commercials. According to Dr. Lipschitz, if children experience fame too soon, it can go to their heads. Come on, what's the worst that could happen? Mr. DeVille, I'm ready for my close-up. New Mercury Villager, now more room and more power. Preferred by grown-ups and babies. Now get $1,000 cash back on a new Mercury Villager. I still understand Guys, why. Have you seen the Rugrats movie recently? The first Spo one? Spo is talking. 
suppose <laughs> <I was laughs> <supposed> talking <laughs> i was just saying like why can dill not talk but the other babies can that bothered this... me so much do you know what i sometimes like to do just once a year this is pretty sadistic i watch that i wa- i go to youtube and i watch that scene from the rugrats movie which like tommy is stuck in like the, the forest oh, in, yeah. like a, a torrential downpour in this jungle <laughs> with dill they're both babies and dill has done something like eat like drink all their milk and that's what they needed to survive so timmy tommy decides he's gonna murder his brother he's gonna murder his brother so he gets out this he gets out this banana paste the baby food that the monkeys want and he goes over to his brother and he put drags him out into the mud in the rain and like a like a greek god he he opens this container and pours it over while he with one hand he he grasps his 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 brother in a fist on the other hand, he lifts it up like some Renaissance painting as he looks down on the total fear in Dill's eyes. And then I close the video because in my head, he kills his brother. <laughs> now that's Christ being evident in your work. <laughs> okay, so like, if you go back and watch that movie, the whole thing happens because Stu spends months pay- like to work on a project that's going to net him $500. Yeah, which, which is nothing. I don't care if it's in the '90s. That's not enough for like a rent. Anytime you have a show that's about nothing and they make it about something, it totally it it does weird stuff to the universe. Because now, literally, like these these people are just bad parents. Okay, yeah, <laughs> well, they, they, they are. Uh, you're you're not wrong. You're not incorrect with that assertion. How do how do they keep? How do these babies go get abandoned to the extent that they run into different shows? You know. Like these they baby... get kidnapped. No, like they end up in the yeah. wild thornberries in the second movie. Oh, like yeah. How bad are you at raising your kids? They end was up that the in the second one or third one? Because I thought That's the second third. one was uh, in Paris. Oh yeah, you're right. Second one's in Paris. Maybe I remember. I definitely was super excited to see Rug- the Rugrats meets the wild thornberries. Do you was remember they Bruce had? Willis? Yeah. Do you remember they well, had that Burger King thing? Or if yeah. you got a Burger King, if you went to Burger King instead of getting a toy. Or maybe additionally to a toy, you would get this smell sheet, and it had yeah. little circles. And throughout the movie, different colors would pop up. It would be like a green circle would pop up at the bottom of the screen. So you would scratch your Burger King sheet, and you would smell it. Totally immersive experience. So while you'd watch, I didn't have one, but while I was watching the movie, green dot would pop up throughout the theater. You just heard, ugh. <laughs> I think I still have one of those. <laughs> Smell-o-vision. I wonder if they're if I wonder if they're sold on eBay. They probably are. Oh, if they still smell, I, that'd be terrible. D- d- okay, like honestly, people talk about like, oh, what rude rug like in this call, like the rhetorical thing. But like for me, when they're talking about like the potty training episode, like what to do instead of like actually using the fucking thing, and like telling how talking about ways how to get rid of shit, and I'm like, stop, no. Yeah, my parents also hated Rugrats and didn't want me much watching it. So, and then as an yep. adult, I'm like, oh yeah, I get it. It's not a good yeah. show. I never Rugrats, watched Rugrats it. is Rugrats is disgusting. It's like, why would I want yeah. to watch a show about babies? Babies are God. Only, like okay, uh, babies are only. I was looking cute. up like, and, and before anyone Pay says, trying to talk, Nolan. It's his yeah. podcast. Allow <laughs> oh, sorry. 
God, Go I was looking up internet forums from like the 2001 and they were talking about Invader Zim's cancellation and everyone's just like, God, I guess Nickelodeon would rather air fucking Rugrats again. Fuck Rugrats. Like there was a lot of hatred for that show back then. Rugrats was the Teen Titans Go of its day. Well, I guess so because they were like complaining that it would get spinoffs. Well, this was back when they were announcing like a Susie Carmichael spinoff, which never happened and all grown up. Yeah. No, there there was a spinoff that happened there, but it was with Angelica too, and it was called Preschool Days. Yeah, that lasted made for like three episodes. I actually really liked All Grown Up as a kid. I don't. I, I, I did too. Back. But it's yeah, because it, it wasn't about. It was fine. It wasn't about babies. Yeah, it wasn't about fucking babies. Yeah. Uh, before anyone thinks my parents were like prudish, or just some religious people, they didn't like any kid shows. Uh, my dad actually loved SpongeBob. Because SpongeBob is the perfect kid show because kids love it, right? But it's very mm. much, at least the first three and a half seasons, it's very much also adult humor oriented. There's jokes that kids just wouldn't get. And not adult humor stuff, just like a dumb joke where they meet Neptune and they, they go to the Poseidon. The Poseidon. Like a kid wouldn't <laughs> get that. But I don't get it either. Poseidon? Poseidon? That, that's not funny. Yeah. God of the sea. Fuck off. <laughs> um, I hate yes, you, Pan. That was just one of the, the perfect shows for kids. But mm-hmm. Rugrats, so so the discussion we wanted was who ruined, ruined the show more, Dill or or Kimmy? And I don't, I think I don't have an answer because I would always, I, I don't remember that many episodes that featured Kimmy. And Dill didn't add anything to the show at all. Mm-hmm. He didn't talk. Dill, okay. Dill is the equivalent of Poof. Because he's the new baby that doesn't talk, and he doesn't really add anything to the scripts. They're also both very strong. strong. Well, the thing is, like, um, Dill was supposed to be, like, a way to give Tommy more responsibilities, but at the same time, he was just there for dookie jokes, too. Yeah. Yeah. People seem to think, like, adding babies onto the show is really good, because it's like, oh, they can be cute, and they can also do poopy humor at the same time. It's perfect. Did you guys ever see the storyboard? That the people working on Rugrats did that was really messed up. Yeah. Storyboard, storyboard jam. jam. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's I think classic. that's a great, great representation. If the show's hard to watch, imagine having to work on it. I have not seen this. Can, can someone link me later? Oh, Izzy, I have Do a not. treat for you. Okay. This isn't well, something we can put on Twitch. Okay. Uh, well, I'm not. No, no. I'm not put. I'm not putting it on Twitch. I'm just putting it on uh, the the recording chat in Discord. Do you want to watch all. it now? Do you no, want my live like, reaction? Uh, no, it's it's not like a it's not like a video. It's just a couple pages of a storyboard. Okay, so like the thing about I really love the PS One Rugrats game as a right. kid. It was really really good. I love exploring the island or islands, exploring the house. Um, a lot of, you know, it had iconic episode stuff, and I was so I loved it so much. I was super stoked about the uh, Rugrats in Paris video game because it's a sequel, more Rugrats. And then it turned out to be like this really shitty, ugly, um, like mini game. game. Mini game collection. Oh, it was yeah. so it, wasn't it? Was it? Wasn't it? Isome- had isometric overworld, and then you go to different games. Ooh. Wasn't that uh, how it worked? No, because you you walked around and explored like in the original game during the theme park, but you couldn't do anything. Like there was no actions, and so you would go to a amusement park thing, and then it would switch to a mini game, and it was not fun. It was so disappointing. I was what? watching uh, the Oni cartoons. I think that's what they're called. The, the, their playthrough of the Rugrats game. And that's 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 incredible to me. I love how Dill will be like, 
well, kids, well, uh, babies, this is the uh, this is the golf course. Have fun. And then he just walks <laughs> off. <laughs> and the next yeah. plot of the game. Oh, it's Stu. Sorry, not yeah. Dill. I'm not Stu. <laughs> These are just bad parents. All right, that's what I'm trying to get at. They're yeah. bad parents. I mean, look, what you're not wrong. Have, but have you seen the movie recently? The first movie? No, I haven't. Uh, I do. I remember the piss song where all the babies are pissing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like if you go back and watch the first movie again, it is a miserable, melancholy film. Like nobody is happy. The color scheme is just so dank. I don't know how to describe it. It, it honestly feels like a Zack Snyder movie. Oh isn't God. there a, isn't there a joke in the movie where Grandpa is the reason that Pearl Harbor happened? <laughs> yeah. He said, and they go, yeah. they go. You left the kid. You left the kids with Grandpa. That man slept through Pearl Harbor, and he goes, well, "I, I, I shined the alarm as, as soon as I got up." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I guess that's a new movie we have to commentate over. But um, wasn't the wasn't the scene where Dill is born like wasn't that weird as fuck? What happened? Oh, yeah, like, she, uh, Dee Dee sees, like, a fucking vision, like, going through, like, time and space, and plop goes the baby, you know? It's like a Jimmy Neutron bl- brain blast. <laughs> yeah. What did, okay, so what did you guys think of? Except all... instead of a brain, it was her uterus. Ooh, <laughs> ew. Oh. But, yeah, Quinta, what were you saying? So, what's your birth on All Grown Up? Because I don't like All Grown Up. I think it's, I think, at least regrets could be character-filled, you know? Like... I, th- I think all grown up didn't had more to do, but didn't achieve much. Yeah, it was a very forgettable that. show. Yeah, I mean, I didn't really like any Klasky Supo stuff. I didn't like the art style. Oh, the art yeah. style is terrible. I don't know why people are nostalgic for it. It's all disgusting. Yeah, the nineties was a weird time. Well, that was the point. Is that like um, that particular art style? It always had the opposite, like big eyes are warm and inviting. That's the Disney thing. Instead, everyone had to be small little beady eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they all look like rat people. <laughs> Like early Garfield comics. Yeah. Yeah. uh, In All Grown Up, I think the most fascinating thing about it is that since Dill literally had no personality, because they just made him obsessed with aliens, right? Right, right. They had to come up with something. And uh, I thought, I I can't remember it enough. Like, I haven't went back to watch it. Literally, the only episode I remember is that Tommy was scared of rivers or something. And Mm -hmm. uh, Phil and Lil had an episode where they decided to, like, be opposite people where like she dresses more feminine and such and that might have left an imprint on me in some form but that's all mm. well, well dill's yeah. thing is that he had he didn't say anything in the early regrets so he had no character so for all grown up they just made him like a conspiracy theorist weirdo and there's actual dialogue about him getting dropped on his head when he was a baby yeah canon that would explain his head shape that, that would explain why he doesn't talk in the fucking Rugrats movie or in, or the episodes after that. This is just depressing. I'm I'm sad now. <laughs> this show sucked. Fuck Rugrats. At one point, they made it that Chucky just knew how to talk and none of the other babies could talk. And I remember as a kid being confused. He was two years yeah. old. That's why. He was. Like I, a, I was confused a... as to what was the logic uh, over like how I was supposed to. How was I supposed to be able to tell? Like when Chucky was actually talking, it was like a weird baby language. I guess adults just forget. Baby geniuses, like like baby geniuses. I do strongly remember his first word is no, because he doesn't want his dad to get married to this this gold digger. 
Yeah. Our <laughs> bitch. Yeah. She owned a theme park. How could you resist? Wouldn't you love to find out? I, I would love for them to retcon in the new episodes that she was actually really nice and Chucky just didn't like her. And that's so the whole movie is how he perceives her. Oh, is this Cobra Kai? Oh <laughs> this is so, this is some deep shit. Why is why is Rugrats yeah. provoking such a deep deep like analysis from us? Just it like, was the original like, SpongeBob. Why does Stu does Stu immediately end up marrying just a different woman who's also in the movie? So he's like, oh, Wait, I what? guess it was bad that I tried to jump into that relationship, and then he sees that, no, that woman. No, it's Chaz, Chucky's oh, dad, Stuart's Tommy's dad. Get the names right, asshole! You, you're not a '90s kid. God damn it! I'm sorry. I don't. I don't like these shows, so I don't. But Chaz <laughs> is like, oh, I guess it was. It was bad that I tried to marry that woman when I barely knew her, and then he like pulls a different woman who is also in the movie, and he marries her. Yeah, yeah. Kimmy's Kimmy's mommy. Kimmy's mom. Her, yeah, her mommy. Sorry, does that word make everybody uncomfortable? Yes. I remember there was a whole episode <laughs> about in about Kimmy trying to get to the roots of her Japanese ancestry and all grown up. And, and it was really kind of it was kind of low key racist. And Chucky was upset that he wasn't being included in her family tree. And that was the plot of the episode: is that Chucky was just what? like, I don't no. like how he's, I don't like how she's cutting us out. Chucky, you're a dumbass. <laughs> that's, that's like that's like peak white privilege. Chucky commits <laughs> cultural appropriation. Chucky commits a cultural appropriation. <laughs> that sounds like it always. Dun, dun, that's dun, what they should. That's what they should do for the Rugrats reboot. It's always sunny in uh, Rugrats. <laughs> I would watch that. Adults adults that. And it's just always sunny. I mean, yeah. There was that one storyboard artist who who uh, saw the fan art of people drawing the Rugrats as hi adult hipsters and stuff, and he just came out and said, "No, I'm tired of you people drawing this stuff. If they if the Rugrats did grow up to be adults, they would be fuck mess ups. Look at these. This is how you should draw them." And he draws them, and Chucky looks just uh just like Stu. Oh, not Chucky. Uh... <laughs> The main character looks just... Tommy looks just like Stu. It'd be messed up if Chucky looked just like Stu. You'd have some questions. Like, the image of Tommy as an adult, he looks... Somebody posted saying that this is the face of a man who pays for a porn subscription. <laughs> <laughs> One of my biggest pet peeves when it comes to people drawing adult versions of cartoon characters, for whatever reason, it's always anime style. And, oh, yeah. It, it, it's like you have two, two paths of this fork... You either have anime style or the kid head, same proportions, eyes the same size, and just taller, stretchier body, like adult body with oh, a kid yeah. face. I Instead think of like, because you have drawing. to make the eyes smaller and reproportion the the things. Like keep the same like drawings, but re yeah. you know reproportion them so they look like an adult. It's funny because I think they did that in an episode of the original Rugrats where they're oh, adults, yeah. but they just have the baby heads. Yeah. So really, they're being true to the series. I think the only the only fan art I can stand of where they make them adults is I think the Hey Arnold stuff is really cute. Oh yeah, I like the Hey Arnold fan art where they're adults. I think that's I think that's just nice. I don't I don't have any other analysis. I I, I like to imagine that Grandpa is still alive and he just looks more skeletal than ever. And he's just like. <laughs> Remember that dream sequence in Hey Arnold where Arnold imagines his grandpa is sort of a zombie saying, Oh, yeah, and he's like, that's, that's, what, I like you, that's what I was man. thinking of, yeah. yeah. Yeah, me too, me too. And his chin falls off. Uh, those were weird shows. Uh, I mean, I could think of some weirder. <laughs> do you know what annoys me? Okay, do you know what annoys me? I hate it when people apply criticisms to 
Teen Titans Go that they don't to shows that were on when we were a kid. You know, yeah. when we were kids. Yeah. Like what? Like Example. What? Okay, so people are like, oh, fart humor, really? And then meanwhile, they're like, do you know what was a great show? The Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. Which was, oh, yeah, yeah, a lot of fart humor. Yeah, but Billy and Mandy had a lot of fart jokes and an ass load of references, like blatant fucking references. I feel yeah. like I can, I can guarantee you in 20 years, there's going to be some nostalgia YouTube channel that's going to be like, just people being like, you remember Teen Titans Go? That was a good show. Pretty much, yeah. That's almost everything that's hated on the internet. Give it like five years, and it's no longer the popular thing to hate, and then it becomes a nostalgia property. I'm going to say yeah. this right now, and uh, this will make a shitstorm in your comments, but I feel like we're 10 years away from people loving, like, it's good, you know, I think the hatred for The Last Jedi is going to die off. What the fuck? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. I'm wondering if The Last Jedi will get like a Metal Gear Solid 2 like kind of like delayed response because I know you're not into video games, but I'll explain. Um, Metal Gear Solid 2 did a big twist where instead of playing as the character you wanted to play as, you play it as some different guy named Raiden. And the whole point of the game was subverting expectations and uh, like showing how by controlling controlling the flow of information you can uh, easily manipulate people. That was the whole point of the game, and people fucking hated it because they missed the whole point where, like, I wanted to play as the cool guy. I didn't want to play as Raiden. Gotcha. Yeah. So, yeah, so, yeah that's why I'm thinking Last Jedi might be like... Is this, yeah. the one where, is this the one where people think that Luigi is secretly an unlockable character, or am I thinking of something else? <laughs> <laughs> no, this is this is a different game, you smart Alec. Oh, Okay. Or were were you not being sarcastic? And I, <laughs> I was being sarcastic, but okay, Alex good. was on a different episode. I thought. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just remember, today's bullshit is tomorrow's nostalgia. Yeah. People, people were. I can't remember wait. when people fucking hated. Uh, what's that? Uh, Transformers animated. And now everyone wants to suck its dick. I okay. I wasn't people, too into that. I liked it a lot, actually. Well, okay. So, like, I'm a Transformers fan. I'm a big one. I got into Beast Wars. Like, Beast Wars is, like, my jam. Oh, yeah. Okay. But, like, I'm not a big fan of G1. So, like, being a Transformers fan who doesn't care for G1 is, like, literally the worst. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I like Beast Wars. I like Animated. And I like Prime. But everything else is always a regurgitation of G1. G1. So yeah, much. yeah, exactly. Like, the toys now kind of look like poop because they're all, like, really simple square-shaped things, and it makes it look really cheap, but everyone seems to love it. And I'm just like, I want... Can we get Beast Wars reunion? Like, like a like a anniversary thing where we get new toys of that? That's not the giant uh, $100. Go ahead. Can I admit something a little embarrassing? This might kill my, uh, my rap. Uh, I sort of watched My Little Pony when it was first coming That's... out. Which one? Uh, the new one. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, the the new My Little Pony. Yeah, uh, it's a it's a good show. It's a like, good show, and, it the, and yeah. the characters are funny, and the the episodes. Just because are... it has a bad fan base doesn't mean you have to be embarrassed by it. Well, at you the know? time, everyone was like, "It's like a girly show. You can't get into it." And like, so I watched a bunch of episodes. I think I watched maybe like half of the first season, which mm-hmm. isn't as much as I probably made it seem like. And I, I liked it. I liked the characters. I liked the storylines. Um. Uh. And, but the fan base did kind of turn it off for me because it's the, yeah, I didn't feel a I, way to share my admiration with people who I liked. Yeah, they were just all over. The bronies were just all over the place in the early 2010s, and it was just a suffocating force. 
Yeah, there was a Peroni <laughs> version of everything, and that I didn't like that. You could look up any character and find them as an MLP character. Yeah. It was great. Yeah, I, I've kind of learned to just like unapologetically love the things I do, and if people are going to judge me in a salon, as I'm celebrating it in a healthy way, have at the judgment. I don't care. I, I I've given that up a long time ago. Yeah, like I don't cigarettes. Really understand? I don't really understand um, the 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 huge white like I don't. I watched My Little Pony: Friendship of Magic because I want to see what the Hoblob was about, and I really liked the two parter episodes where they felt like there was actual stakes and there was a plot. Mm-hmm. But slice of life shows don't really do much for me, and a lot of the characters, people are like they're so deep, and they're like, no, they're pretty much one note characters. They have like two personality traits, and that consistently is what they do over and over again. So. I think people were just so expecting girl shows to be this like catering exclusive, like not unisex, you know, like it's always has to be like, Oh, it's a girl thing. And then as soon as like this girl show came out and it was like unisex and um, had like a broad appeal, all of a sudden it's, it's amazing writing. Yeah. And I'm not like, it's okay. Writing like I, I, it's serviceable. Perhaps we're Mm -hmm. judging it too harshly because it is the context the context is that it's a children's program. And of course, the fact that I couldn't get super into it is just the fact that I wasn't a child. I was like a... Oh, yeah, um, for sure. It was like sophomore year of high school. Uh, I thought... I just think it's a... It was a really smart, cool kid show. Uh, and I'm sure we're... What, what is it now? Seven years away from a huge nostalgia wave for that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I can't wait until the nostalgia wave for um, Problem Solvers happens. That'll be pretty cool. Or, or, mega, or mega babies. <laughs> well, that no, had its chance. <laughs> there were a lot of weird shows, and occasionally I see people be nostalgic for those. Mm-hmm. Like, do you remember the Meat Puppet Show? Mr. Mr. Meaty. <laughs> Mr. Oh, Meaty. Yeah. I always bring that up in my videos because it's the most surreal show from my childhood. I'm not sure why yeah, it existed. What's, I love the theme song, how it openly says, like, all of God's creatures fresh off the grill, which is pretty strange that they flat out just mentioned God. Like, they usually <laughs> just say, oh, my gosh. I remember. Yeah, I, they. I was really enamored with. They did commercials where they would show the process of making the puppets, which is a very basic Sesame Street gimmick, you know. But I just remember being in, totally enamored with the process of creating these cr- these people, basically. And they would have they would make like a puppet of the interviewer, and that was really cool. I'm sure that inspired some sort of artistic uh, gumption in my mind. Mm-hmm. What other weird shows do you guys remember from hmm. the past? <laughs> Tons. The past. Symbionic <laughs> Titan. Oh yeah, that was a big thing. Except yeah. it got canceled because sure it wasn't was a show. It wasn't. <laughs> oh, that's the, okay. You don't, you don't know how much, you, like, how hard you shoved a knife into his heart. <laughs> it, you see, you ever see that image of Vegeta getting a laser through his chest? That was me just now. You fucking killed me, Quentin. Didn't Symbiotic Titans have that infamous ass dance scene? <laughs> where this girl just does this huge dance where they very fiercely <laughs> animate her ass. And it's Couldn't the gimmick. Be. She's trying to get someone to do homework for her. <laughs> you're no! Killing me, you're, killing me. you're killing me, Smalls. I can't take it. To be fair, that clip got me into the show. So I'm not going oh. to Was the plot of that show that they were pretending to be siblings, but they were actually romantically... No! <laughs> 
He's foaming in the mouth. <laughs> I'm, no. not, I'm not foaming. I, I'm coughing up blood. <laughs> the, the plot of the show was uh, a princess, her bodyguard, and a very, very super like genius AI fly down to Earth, and they have to assimilate with human life. And since they're high school age, they go to high school. And so it's kind of like Invader Zim, except girly, right? <laughs> it sounds like Invader Zim to me. What's the main uh, character? What's like? What is he? What a ripoff! What is going on with you? What are you talking about? I don't know. You, just, you just you, described you, Invader Zim. You There's sound, uh, you someone s- coming down. They're an alien. They got a robot. S- it sounds like you Invader s- Zim. You, s- you sound insane. This is literally girl. I don't like this. <laughs> We're like holding Nolan back Dill from murdering the rats. We're holding him down and spitting on him. Faint. A new vid by Saber Sparks. <laughs> what? Wait, what? What did you say about Saber Spark? Oh, Dill killed the Rugrats. Fact. Is this a new vid by Is Saber this a Sparks. Mecca show, by the way? Was, was, it is. It was. It, it is. Rugrats it in was, Paris was a Mecca. I liked the it Mecca show part- where it was just like they find a robot in a junkyard. Uh, what is it? Mega, mega, like. Mega sex LR. Mega sex LR. That was, yeah, that was yeah, good. Yeah. They should have kept that on it, but still canceled Symbiotic Titan. <laughs> you're, I, just, I believe you that unironically. I don't know. It's funny. You're just, you're you just, just want to get in a question. Quentin, you're just pitting me against the wall and. Just sucker punching me in the stomach. Um, you, you threw you threw me over you threw me over a wall and then I fell off down a cliff. <laughs> it's like that scene from The Simpsons where Homer falls down the gore. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you guys remember the trend <gasps> where cart some executive at Cartoon Network was like, "How do we reinvent the, this network?" And someone was like, "Oh, what what if we add things that aren't cartoons?" And they were like, "Genius! We'll make we'll just make shows that aren't cartoons." So they hit all at once yeah. without doing any tests. They released like seven late night, not cartoon shows. Do you remember this? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We all remember and that. There was yeah. like a show. I think there was a show set at Kings Island. There was a show. There was a show. Build, build, build. Was it build? Destroy, oh, yeah. Destroy, 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 destroy. Build. Destroy. That was cool. I, I remember it being cool. They had a ghost show that had no merit because no one on the show was interesting. Um, uh, yeah, uh, wait, the I'm other siders. Of, I'm thinking of Symbiotic Titans. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, <laughs> Fuck this. And <laughs> what else did they have? The I know they had Inside Joey's Head or whatever, which is this weird Disney. Inside, Inside Joey's Head. <laughs> <laughs> they had, um, I think they had some like Survivor Man show where he tried to, where he threw a bunch of kids out in the woods and made them try to survive. And they kept And you could tell it was fake because of child labor laws. Yeah. <laughs> Are we sure we're not talking oh. about Rugrats again? Because that sounds like a Rugrats episode. It was the live-action Rugrats movie. <laughs> Is, isn't the, are they making a live-action Rugrats movie, or is that something else? They're making a reboot movie. I don't know if it's live-action. I, I think the movie is going to be live-action with CGI babies to that are supposed to look realistic, and then they're making a CGI TV show. God, I don't, even know, if I don't know, even know if you're joking, because that sounds like the, the, a stupid enough idea for someone to do. Thanks, I hate it. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite is that the TV show version, people are like posting fan art of like uh, people who do like CGI models just to see what it's like, like, you know, to get a job and put in their portfolio. And like people are just like randomly pulling those up and attaching it. And people don't fact check on Twitter. It's like as soon as they see something, oh, that's it. Uh, And like people are getting really upset. And like some of it was like really like there was one picture of Chucky and he has like little dot eyes and it's really fucking adorable. Like it looks nothing like the original show, but 
kind of into it. Like, I think I would I be was, happy with that reunion. Are you guys excited for the... We haven't talked about the Disney Channel at all, which was just... I never talk about Disney Channel when these topics come up, even though that was the one I watched the most. Uh, are you guys excited for the uh, Kim Possible live action? What is it, a series? It's a series, right? No, no it's, it's just, just a, movie. a TV movie. It's just a movie. I, uh, I'm kind of excited for that. Like, I, I want to complain about the costume, but I can't now because, like, creeps on the internet are like, why isn't the 16-year-old girl's midriff being shown? And I'm just like, it just looks uh. like a bad costume, but now I can't say anything about it because you guys fucking ruined yeah, it. Yeah, exactly right. That always happens. I don't, what, what's with the deal with the straps on the costume? Like, the yeah, costume's fine, yeah, like, but... Like, like, I don't I don't think it looks fine because it doesn't look like a, a spy outfit. Like, if she had, like, a... Oh, yeah, just cargo like cargo pants totally looks more like a spy outfit. Well, it's like a okay. stylized spy outfit. Like, I'm not saying like it has to be, but like they have these weird like straps and like these like go, weird go boots or whatever. And like, it just looks like kind of like a final, it's like Tetsuya Nomura designed it. Like add more straps and zippers <laughs> oh, and belts. Did you guys hear I that like Adam Oswald is going to be playing his character from the original show? I don't know if he's playing his character. Cause they said that they're going to appear, the original voice actors are going to appear in some form as a cameo no it said it said yeah it says he's playing his original character in the release i saw dementor yeah which makes sense because he could totally pull that off they're gonna paint john dimaggio blue disney xd is starting to play uh kim possible a lot more which is weird because they don't usually I... play something from this early on in disney's yeah history when i was a kid i like i remember uh the two episodes that premiered it was like the first one and the second one was like the camp one with the lake and yeah. I remember watching that the like first the one. one. Yeah, I said there was the first episode and the second one. I remember those two airing back to back on the, like, the, I remember the premiere because I had to, like, go over to a friend's place after watching the first one. And there's, like, that, like, five minute period of trying to get over to my friend's place before the second episode aired. I was super stoked about it. Yeah. I think I was, like, huh. 11 at the time. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. Uh, that's all I wanted to say. I thought I just remember like being really hyped about the show. I remember Kim Possible not as in detail as some people do. The kind of people who've probably rewatched it at this stage. Um, I, I I remember being seriously confused with the continuity of the show. Cause really, I was never sure if people knew that Kim Possible was a spy. Oh right, they knew she saved the world to an extent. Like no, people, but... people at school even like pointed out like. Are you saving the world, you fucking nerd? Being saving the world? Why don't you go get a boyfriend, idiot? Bitch. You think you think just because you saved the world from automatic disintegration that you can walk around here like your queen? Uh-uh. Get into the Heather's social hierarchy, baby. Yeah. I, I like I like how you use the very specific terminology of um disintegration. <laughs> that's so that's so specific. It's great. I remember they like were really, really like uh, banking on the fact that the three main actors were like all people from different shows. Like it was the girl from Even Stevens, uh, smart kid as the the computer kid. Wait, Boy Meets World. What's that? Mm -hmm. Boy Meets World is drawn. Right, right, right. Will Freddie. Like, Will Freddie. Will Freddie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. It's that guy. So what the hell's with the fucking straps? I don't get it. I like them. I think, well, okay, 
honestly, baggy pants as a spy makes no sense outside of the cartoon yeah. aesthetic. So they just had to change it up. And I, yeah, I, I agree. agree. I think either Nolan or my roommate said that it was like unnecessarily complicated. The design. Yeah. That's that's um, my beef with it. I kind of yeah, agree with it, see. but at the same time, I think the it, it, the the strappy thing is kind of cool, and it's something I would personally wear. But I mean, I think like you know that the cartoon design would be just too like under too simplified if you did it. Do you know what's weird about Disney Channel when compared to uh, all the other channels? You when you think of Nick stars or Cartoon Network stars, they didn't do anything. But Disney mm-hmm. Channel had this weird thing where they would grab people who were going to be famous eventually. And they were like, we're going to make a bunch of straight-to-TV movies with you. So, you know, so it's weird that Disney Channel, they have, like, the Demi Lovato, uh, you know. Hilary uh, Duff. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think Megan Fox, Fox was in some of their movies. Uh, mm-hmm. But specifically, no. like, Demi Lovato and... Um, Lindsay Lohan. Who was the Tim one in Paul. The Wizard Show? Um, Wizards Selena, of Waverly Place. Selena Gomez. Yeah. Selena Gomez. Well... Uh, I think it's just weird that those two were so Disney centric, and then and now they have completely other things going on. You know, mm-hmm. I guess Nick also had Ariana Ar- 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 Grande. Yeah. Well, I think Cartoon Networks tried to jump on that later because I think um, what Finn, the voice of Finn, he's kind of became kind of his own thing too, mm-hmm. uh, to the point so- where he actually left midway through the Adventure Time panel to go to a different panel that he's on. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, Nickelodeon's weird to an extent because it's a lot more shady. I feel like it's, but that's partly the Dan Schneider thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel bad for a lot of uh, child stars who have grown up and had to deal with like living like as celebrities because that can't be good for their mental health at all. Yeah, frankly, I think you should you shouldn't. I don't think you should go famous until you're like 22 at least. Which I'm not 22 yeah. yet, so... <laughs> uh, what am I talking what? about? No, I'm not. Shit, I'm I thought you were... Damn. You, you look, look you Am look I the like oldest one here? Look, I'm older than you. You look oh, wait, like yeah. you sound a lot older. Oh, thank you. Quentin, how many subscribers yeah. do you have? What'd you say? <laughs> how many subscribers <laughs> oh do you God. have? Oh my God, desperation in pants. I want to feel ashamed of myself. Quint, oh my! Compared to Quint, did yeah. you ask me how many subscribers I have? Yeah, how many subscribers yeah. do you have, Quentin? I think I just hit two hundred ninety-one thousand. Oh shit, he's catching up. Fuck. How, how many do you have, Buck? And he's younger than me. Pan has plateaued at about three hundred k for like a couple years now. Oh, that's sad. I feel bad. Oh, actually, it's it's been rising after I made that clickbait uh, Incredibles video. So you know, it's it's about to reach oh. four hundred thousand. Well, good. That's good. It's, it's only it's only been like four or five years. That's what you got to do. Yeah, but there was a, a huge spike. Good. I'm, I'm glad you finally you're finally proud of yourself. Yeah, that's good. That's what I I don't know. I've, I've been stagnating and just doing everything <laughs> on a formula, you know. Yeah, I, I like I, I like how Quentin was like, that's good. And inside he's just like, better get ready, bitch. Come for you. <laughs> Coming at your heart, yeah. <laughs> absolutely, Quentin. So you guys, Quentin materializes the... right behind Pan and instantly knocks him out with a karate chop to the neck. Oh my emotion, you? <laughs> so you guys want to get into questions? And yeah, all right, guys. Uh, question time. If you want us to um, see your question, put the word "question" in all caps in front of it, so we can control F that shit. 
also make sure you point out who the question is directed to or if it's just to everybody you know you know just go at it just go at it yeah um, Ready to we'll rock let, and roll. yeah we'll let quentin uh pick the first question uh someone asked why they were on the podcast before me who That's is nintendo <laughs> Yeah, Nintendo was on a podcast before us, and then Pan like fucked up the schedule because that's just how Pan rolls. So I see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Don't worry. You can have, you can pick another question. That's just my friend Nick being a, a dick. What is, someone asked me about my thoughts on the Voltron controversy. I don't know what that is. So what, basically, uh, what happened this time? They, they made one of the main characters queer, and then immediately killed off his love interest. Oh, that's is what, I, is what I'm hearing in the comments. I haven't seen it. Actually, Actually, basically. Go ahead. Explain, uh, Nolan. Explain. Nope. Izzy explained it very well. Like, they hyped up, oh, oh, the uh, main character from Voltron has a boyfriend. Oh, he's dead now. Thanks for watching. I think he had a romantic relationship for two minutes on the show or something. Like, a total screen time before killing him off. Yeah, it's it's queer baiting. It's queer baiting where... They're technically queer, but they barely show it and just give oh, yeah. you a nod, and that's it. That's like, like it's basically uh, like the like, character from uh, Beauty and the Beast, right? Lefeu? Yeah, and Korra, the end of Korra. Yeah, yeah. It's as bad okay, as okay. Korra. Here's a good question, uh, especially for you, Nolan. Uh, oh. Ratchet B Dream Six asks, "How do you feel about Ben Schwartz playing every blue character, such as Sonic the Hedgehog?" I'm fi- I'm fine with Ben Schwartz playing him. He sounds like he'd be good for the role. I just don't know why they didn't cast like the actual guy if they were going to cast somebody who's at the same level of like popularity or notoriety. I think Ben I think Schwartz yeah, is going to do a great is... job actually. I think he'll yeah. he'll bring that the character without feeling kind of awkward because I think Sonic usually is kind of an awkward character. <laughs> I feel like Ben Schwartz will bring the same kind of energy as Urkel would. Yeah. Like, like, like I, I said vibe. Like I said, I don't have a problem with him at all. I think he'd be good. I just don't get why they. I, I just don't get the decision behind it. Is the thing. It's just. Well, weird I mean, to like me. he's starting to be in everything because he has yeah. popularity with Parks and Rec as far as live action stuff goes, and then he's in Ninja Turtles. He's in Ducktales. Again, he's playing every blue character, and so I think just with him having so many, like he's got buzz. It's What's not a the lot use of in buzz. feeling blue, Ben. <laughs> Oh, I got a question here. Uh, Goku Orange says, question, what's everyone's thoughts on the new South Park Game Boy Color game that was unearthed? Because uh, it was lost media for a while. And now this new South Park video game from the Game Boy Color has been finally released and you can play it. It's basically a, a Donkey Kong ripoff. Donkey Kong on really? Game Boy. Yeah, hmm. like the original arcade Donkey Kong. Oh, I thought you were like but Donkey later Kong. it was like uh, since they never got released, the company that made it just uh, reskinned it and ma- turned it into like a Mary Kid and Ashley video game. <laughs> was that what, the Game Boy? That was on Game Boy, right? Was that Mary Ashley Mysteries? Uh, I don't know. It's the one where it's, where you're just climbing ladders and you know, like Donkey Kong, and you're solving puzzles. Uh, I guess so. Maybe I'm not sure because I know there's that multiple the, ones. Oh man, my sister had that game and I used to play That's it. How Nolan became the man mm. he is. Oh well, this used to be a South Park game and I played the ROM and it has like <laughs> digital voices, so you can hear what the crap, but in a uh, digital di- compression, it's great. All right, here's a question someone threw up. Um. And the chat's going by too quickly, so I can't find it again. But it was basically which cartoon fandom makes it hard. That what which like which toxic fandom makes it the hardest for you to get into a show? And I think they suggested Steven Universe or Voltron. 
Um, and I think we kind of touched upon it earlier with the whole just unapologetically watch what you want to watch and don't care yeah. about the fandom. I never really had a problem with fans. I can t- generally like separate the two. Yeah. I think yeah. fans are not really a problem unless you purposely go out and seek it. You yeah. know? Mm-hmm. Question Will you ever have Butt Hartman as a guest on your podcast? <laughs> I think we killed yeah, that. Yeah, I don't think that's happening. Yeah, that's Coach Hartman happen. used to follow Pan until Pan made a video about Dougal and then he unsubscribed. What is yeah. Dougal? So sad. Uh, Dougal, Dougal is a uh, oh shit. It's a movie that was uh, bought from uh, the UK by the Weinstein Company, and they were oh. like, "Wait, this movie is fucking boring." So they brought in Butch Hartman. And were like, "Fix it," and Butch Hartman's like, "Okay, I guess I'll try," and he couldn't fix they it. Yeah, like, they like, redubbed. They did with celebrity voices and nothing but pop culture references. Think think oh. of it as like when four kids dubbed Pokemon or Yu Gi Oh and made full changes to it to make it be more American. That's what Dougal was like. Okay. Yeah, well, Dougal's Pokemon the movie. Well, of yeah. course, I talked about it on another podcast. There's a movie like that I want to make a video about, but it's the history of it's really complex. Ooh. And that's that's Robotech the movie. Um, I've heard of that. Isn't that an anime? I think it's an yeah, that's like old man anime. It's an, yeah, yeah, it's a really old anime adaptation. Uh, I get the 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 big hook of the story is that he got told by Canon Films, who were releasing the film, he got told there wasn't a, there weren't enough robots and there were too many girls in the movie, so he had to change this movie he was dubbing. So he just put in a different show in between the scenes. Oh my god! Oh my god! It's a really interesting film. What? I'm gonna try and make a video about it before the year's out. Damn, that's like a Godfrey Ho movie. Like there was this uh, director who would make shitty uh, ninja movies, and he didn't have enough footage, so he would just recycle his older ninja movies and splice them in, even though the plots <laughs> don't connect whatsoever. Well, a lot of mm-hmm. old, a lot of old dubs are like that. Of course, the original Godzilla film is. But this isn't a dub. This is like the actual director's intent. That's bizarre. It's very it strange. Yeah. Reminds me of all the uh, um, the planning for the live action Evangelion movie that never happened because I love that uh. show. It, there's I have I, I bookmarked this article because it was just really fascinating. Either Pan or Quentin, you guys would uh, probably make an interesting video out of it someday. Maybe. I don't know. What is but. It's basically just how the, the the company that dubbed the anime wanted to like go further and make a live action movie, and all and how it just completely fell apart, and how it wound up the people who wanted to make it wound up suing the parent company. Ooh, it's crazy. It's great. it's it's very crazy. I love it. It'd be a great like little uh, docu piece or whatever. I could see Bedhead Bernie making something cool out of that. Yeah, but Bedhead mm-hmm. Bernie doesn't do animation anymore. Instead, he just talks about teeth. <laughs> the teeth video was great. What are you talking about? My Sundra friend has a fetish for teeth. Oh my god. Okay. Like a way to okay. Yeah. Yeah. What do, what do your parents think of your YouTube careers? That's a question from Psycho SoCal. Some, some sort of psychopath in the middle of so- Southern California. Watch out for this man. Yeah, they think it's cool, <laughs> you know. Yeah, it's it's weird. It, it comes up from time to time. Uh they they're cool with it, but they don't really watch my videos. What about you guys? I, I don't have a YouTube presence per se. I more so draw for commissions, and um, most of the time it winds up being erotica because that's what sells. And I 
had to come cling to my parents one time because it was just like it was getting annoying just having to like find a work workarounds and it's like yeah i just draw this and my mom was like oh okay i guess and then my dad's like <laughs> my dad was like why would you draw that nolan <laughs> my, my every time i talk to my to my dad it, i progressively disappoint him further and further and that it's just like every time i'm like hey dad uh i draw porn hey dad i'm gay and he's just like Ugh. <laughs> one person keeps asking about the nostalgia critics sonic 1999 review which i, I don't wanna... watch trash yeah sir. exactly right i don't know why people people always anytime doug walker does anything or anything about the channel awesome thing gets mentioned anywhere it gets sent to me yeah and me too but that's, i don't know but I, I i don't know how to ahead. respond you know like right. I'm, well why do we want to watch i mean i hate i hate the fact because i actually really like youtube's like autoplay thing uh -huh. sometimes it introduced me to cool videos but like 90 i had to turn it off because 90 percent it always brings me to nostalgia critic yes game theory well, uh -huh. but you have, like, you have to you, you have to tell the uh, algorithm that you don't like it like go and say it doesn't matter yeah. at the time like you yeah. have to do it like 20 times before it goes oh okay you don't like this content or if you they do make some kind of video and you're like all right i kind of interested to see what they do with this and now it's like oh you must really liked this show do you know who that, I? Do you know who I really feel bad for? You gotta for, tell that algorithm, like, bitch, I don't want this shit. I feel bad for the people no. that were with Channel Awesome for like a a year or more, because I made one video about these guys and I get spammed every time they do anything. Mm -hmm. So imagine oh. having spent years working for them, and then yeah, oh. uh, yeah. Well, like, uh, the like the Lindsay Ellis or like uh, some of the people that were there and had a really shitty time and actually like contributed to that like uh, document. Like imagine YouTube force feeds me that shit. Yeah, I can't imagine her feed always having that everywhere. You know? Oh uh, yeah, exactly. Well, from what from what I've heard, and I don't know her personally, just from reading mm -hmm. the document, she got it off easy compared to like lupa or mars girl or a lot of the other women for sure well, that's not what I, it, what it was is that she just has she just she's in the present she just doesn't want to yeah she i, I mean like her, I, like, but i don't i know her super well and it's not that she didn't have dirt it's that she just wanted to clarify things yeah that people that people were putting words in her mouth mm -hmm. um i get i get that so I guess, I guess, like I said, I like I said, I didn't know her, so I don't have the complete picture. That was my assertion, and it was incorrect. Thank you for clarifying. Well, I just don't. I don't know. Maybe she, she could have had a rough time. And she just doesn't want to talk about it. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, well, some people just want to put it past them, and also, like Lindsay is still in the spotlight because a lot of the channel of some people they're very niche and they still have like a decent, like a really hardcore small following. Of like a couple of thousand people you know like none of them like mm -hmm. i think most of them at most have like a hundred thousand subscribers which in youtube is nothing mm -hmm. uh, i mean yeah, like, link hard uh, just broke a hundred thousand right like, yeah i mean because i i have a plaque and all that like so like I, for, for me to say it's nothing like again it's a hard it's a lot of hard work to get to that point mm -hmm. but like for her who's like way further ahead and still constantly in people like she's still not to say that other people aren't relevant but you know she's relevant to a lot of people uh, to just like bring up a lot of stuff and bring up drama and like that, that's it's not going to end well for her. It's going to be a lot of harassment. Yeah, absolutely. I'm I she commented on one of my videos, and I was dumb enough to, I used to go through my spam folder, and then, so mm -hmm. I ended up reading the hundreds of comments that went to spam in response to her. 
Oh. And oh god, it's not mm. pretty. It's some of the worst things I've ever read. People say, like I'm, I, oh, it's bad. Yeah. Um. It's 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 really sad. I mean, I think it's yeah. lucky. I think it's great that she, she is. She does have one of the main comments I got on my video when I mentioned that she used to be on the channel. I mentioned Lindsay Ellis and the Amazing Atheist were on the show. Were on Channel Awesome at the same time, making basically the same kinds of videos. And okay, the comment I, I got that. more than anything else was, wait, Lindsay Ellis was on Channel Awesome? <laughs> and, that's, and that's how successful she's been, because she's incredibly talented, and I think she's, I frankly think she's the best film analysis channel that I currently watch. Absolutely, I absolutely agree. Don't always agree with what she posts on Twitter, but she is a very, very good film analyst. I mean, For I get that a lot too. People, people don't Anals. usually agree with my uh, my politics, but uh, but po politics is politics. You know? just, it's going to be set. It should be separate from your videos. And I just think uh, she's so fab, and she has a completely separate fan base, and I think that's great. Yeah, I like I like when she does bring up politics. They're usually relevant, though. Unlike some people who will like, and that wasn't like a catcall to anybody. Just like other people who usually will try to put politics in their videos. It's very. Oh, yeah, she's not just like she's not just she's not like. Uh, we're gonna analyze Back to the Future Part uh, Seven. I don't like Donald Trump. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's, it's not like no, that. It's it's always relevant. That's what I it's appreciate, with Lindsay. George Bush doesn't care about black people. <laughs> I was that a question? No, you were so naive then. That was like season one of like a soap opera. Now we're on like season fifteen, and we're pretending we yeah. care, but we don't really care anymore. And then, mm -hmm. so every week there's a new plot twist. And they're like, did you know Donald Trump's lawyer also worked for this guy on Fox News? And I'm like, who is that? Yeah. Is he like, w was he in season two or something? Why is <laughs> I need to catch up. You know what we got to do is just to bring back like all the hate for the Bush administration, you know, bring back, all, you know. <laughs> Let's bring back Little Bush that. season three. But, Come on but now. Pan, why, yeah, but Pan, why would we to? bring it back? The mission was accomplished. Boo. Got him. Yay. Oh, yeah. I'm going to I'm going to shift back from politics, though. Let's. I want to pick a question. Okay. Uh, ooh, here's a good one. Question from Michael Gutierrez with a six instead of a G. Where does time to get a boner? At the mortuary. Uh oh, hot dog! <laughs> <laughs> Next worst, question. Worst time, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, baby shower. At the family <laughs> reunion. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, all of these are terrible. I, I regret this question. Uh, I thought it would be funny, but instead it was just suffering. Nintendo Reviews, back at it again, says, question for Quentin and Pan, and apparently not us, because he's a dick. Okay. How do you guys well, come up with video ideas? It's usually whatever interests me, and then I'll spend a while just thinking about it to myself, and then I'll I'll pace around in my kitchen until I can think, a way, think of a way to start off the video. It has gotten to the point where I won't make a video unless I have a unless I have a good title in my head. Do you ever have that problem? Because it's almost like if the video doesn't get the views, you can't justify working on it. Oh, that's yeah. Because I'm like, how can I clickbait the fuck out of this title? You know? <laughs> exactly right. Oh, speaking of which, Pan, I need uh, Nolan. We gotta talk about this. Nolan's trying to apply for New York Comic Con, and uh, he's going to link your social medias because he's going to go as a representation for uh, Pizza Party Podcast to get like a press patch. And yeah. the very first fucking post on Facebook, you couldn't link your Facebook or your uh, Rebel Taxi one because it says don't go to Comic Con. Because <laughs> of your most recent oh, yeah, video. classic. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, thanks, Pan. I hate it. 
Whoops. But yeah, so I I had I had I had to nix your Facebook from the uh, press pass, which luckily they didn't require from me. So yay. But yeah. So if um I've been uh I want to contribute to this question anyway since I want to do videos eventually as a hobby, but I always think about like what's I like. I like doing weird idiosyncratic, like off topic shit, because that's just how I roll. So I always think about like, what's one really weird, like niche talking point I could talk about for like five, 10 minutes. Oh, exactly. I also think about how to tell the story and uh, how to tell like a story out of it. Sometimes, sometimes oh, it's a review, like sometimes not. Yeah. yeah. I, I am working on assets for my own new youtube channel like i've kind of decided that i'm going to do it again yes uh but i'm going to do Sweet. mostly art videos and some like editorial stuff whenever I, I fancy it but i'm not doing it for popularity or even a subscriber count like i'm just doing it for the sake of like it'll be entertaining to myself uh and then <laughs> half, and partially because i want to help like i think the pizza party podcast wants to do more like convention stuff and they really only pay for like pan and like one other person sometimes. So if there's another person on the podcast that has a decent following, because like my old channel did pretty well. So if I do art again, it might get there again, maybe. And then they could justify <clears throat> more plane flights. Hmm. Ooh. Okay. So Ooh. this is a good one. Question Quint Eon, are you excited for Crom and Smash Brothers? Who gives I love a how shit? I get asked this question. I've clarified. I've clarified about seven times in the stream that I don't. I don't. I don't really play video games. What's your favorite video game, Quentin? Um, <laughs> Jack Two. What's your favorite video game character? Wait, uh, hold, hold the hold the fucking phone for it. Jack Two. That's a, <laughs> really. That's a good game. I uh, I sometimes load that up. I'm I'm really natural at that. It's Jack a, but it's, but it's it's such a whiplash from the first one and so difficult. Yeah, it's great. Well, I mean, I don't like the tank level, but it's great. I just level jump <laughs> wherever I want to hang out. You know, it's like it's like taking a summer vacation back to my home. I don't I don't play the game start to to, to end. You know, my mm -hmm. favorite thing to do is I go to I have a completed version with all the from my childhood with all the little Easter eggs. So I go to the cutscene selection. I start playing the first cutscene. I take the disc out. I close the PS2, and then it says put the disc back in. I open the PS2, I put the disc back in, I close the PS2, and then I'm in Jack 1 as Jack 2 because I broke the game. So I just wander around uh, Samos' hut from Jack 1 as Jack 2. You can... What? <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't know if you can do this on an emulator, but you can do it with a PS2. I think Game Trailers did something on that, like a, some sort of glitch that was only ever used for a cutscene. But that's one of my favorite things to do. I just really like Jack 2. Uh, Jack three, we played. I played as well, start to finish, just full narrative. And that game is, it is not. It is what I've heard is they were working on it for a couple months, and then they had to like finish it for a Christmas release. And you can really tell because it the narrative doesn't make any sense at some stage. There's the game is sort of broken because the narrative of the game should go. It's it's like he gets put in the desert, and then someone wants him to come back, and he's he says, I don't. I'm not coming back to Haven City. And then 10 minutes later, you're going back to Haven City, you know? <laughs> and the parts in Haven City have, like, no coherent plot. You're just being mm -hmm. sent on random missions that have nothing to do with Jack's journey. And then you go back to the desert place, and suddenly there's, like, a story. But no one in the desert play place talks about the fact that you went back to Haven City. They all act like you've been in the desert place the whole time. So, so I think the whole game was supposed to be set in the desert place. 
Additionally, there's the part of the game where you have to go and get light light jack powers, like light eco powers, and mm -hmm. that has no narrative bearing on the game. No one ever really discusses that. I think there are some bosses that we use as a power. And finally, there's the guns. The guns, other than one other than one or two moments in the desert, the guns have no narrative relevancy, and at some point characters will hand jack a gun without saying anything. Like, there wasn't any dialogue recorded for that scene. So he just gets handed a gun. And the guns break the game. So there are attachments to the Jack-2 guns. And they they do different things now. I'm hungry. You're hungry? What? Is that what you said? I don't know. It's like, I never played Jack-2, so I'm just like, what is what is all this? This is, this is honestly bizarre, though. Like, you're like, I'm not a gamer. And then Jack-2 and 3 analysis essay. All right, so... Just out of nowhere. Okay, let me give you an example of how these gun, the guns break this game. One yeah. of the attachments you get is it, atta it attaches to the yellow gun. The yellow gun shoots, like, straight line bullets right well and it ricochets right yeah the, one of the attachments makes the the line bullets ricochet so like you'll go to a part of the game where you're supposed to hit targets to activate train tracks or something and you don't even have to try you can stand at the front and just shoot that gun like 17 times and you you've basically hit most targets for like a mile down in the game you know yeah I, I I remember like spamming like the spin shoot attack with the ricochet bullets and oh, they just absolutely. fly everywhere. In close in close concealed place, the ricochet bullets. And finally, as a final thing, Errol is in the game, which makes the game. You know, Errol is the main villain of the game. Errol was a very small character in the second game who died when he accidentally drove his racing car into a wall and it exploded. As you uh, do. And Errol no. gets rebuilt as like a cyborg, and it looks like there was like one scrap of his face was left and got stretched over a robot. And for he has built like a giant, a giant spaceship over Haven City, and so you go and blow it up, and you so it'll fall down, but it still stays in the sky for the rest of the game, right? A clear mm -hmm. sign that they didn't finish the game. And then you have to go and fight him in the desert, which in your car and. Errol, Errol is just such an, an irrelevant character that it makes the whole game feel like one of those shitty comics. You know how movies and TV shows will have like a spinoff comic made by IDW or something? Mm -hmm. where the comic, comic creators don't have any good ideas. So they're like, well, what if we bring back that one character who, you know... Thanks, uh, Kermit the Frog. <laughs> you're welcome. That's what the, a voice I've been practicing recently. So it's just my go-to. It's my go-to funny voice. Hey, anyway, can we talk about something else? No! Okay, Pan, you do this every time. Whenever there's something actually legitimately really fascinating... We're going fascinating. on a long-ass tangent about Jack 2 yeah, for some reason. Hey, 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 Jack, Jack 3. Jack 3, not Jack 2. Now, Jack yeah. 2, the, it's not really different. I'm joking. Uh, uh, Quentin, try to make more Jack-off references. Pan likes those. Also, Pan, you made us sit through... Uh, Mike Mozart ranting for three hours. You have no right to complain. Shut the fuck up and let the man talk about Jack 3. Look, we have the power to change things now. No, no, no. You have three hours of tangent to sit through. So you shut your mouth and let Quentin no. speak about one of his favorite games. I grew up on the yeah. GameCube. I never played the Jack franchise. Too bad! Oh. All right, Quentin, continue. Make hands suck. Oh, okay. Um... Then there was Daxter. That game existed. Uh, not a lot. PS oh, yeah. PSP's PSP. been off of all those games where it's just when, like... They're never it's like good. The 
Yeah, it's the console game, but worse. Please buy it. Guys, I'm going to go yeah. eat, so I'm, I'll see you later. The the, oh. the Ratchet really? & Clank franchise really shot off into... Oh. How many Ratchet & Clank... If you were going to say the Ratchet & Clank story, you have to play the ones that are important. Like, which ones would you choose? You It would surely be, like, three of the PS2 and PSP games, and then mm-hmm. two of the PS3 games, you know? Most of them yeah. were... Most of them weren't too important. Video game sequels are the fucking worst, especially like stuff like Kingdom Hearts. Now, the Kingdom Hearts three is the thirteenth entry in the series. What the okay, hell? Kingdom yeah, I heard Hearts. that they. I heard that half the stuff I've been waiting for them to resolve from the second game have already been resolved in other games that were not numbered for some reason. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. King, like explaining the Kingdom Hearts um, like lore, it's just that Charlie Day meme where it's like him with a cigarette pointing at him with all the the stuff like t- tied around like a conspiracy theory. I, I don't know what episode it is, but it's like yeah, just, I like, think it's the really health insurance one. Yeah, <sighs> it's so crazy. I can't believe is... Pants straight up left. Is it <laughs> who left? He legitimately left because I we were talking about Jack three. Yeah, it's okay. Don't worry about it. I'm sure he's playing up a bit. Um, you, we can pick what since it's been about two hours though. Let's pick one question and then call it a day. I, I like. There's one. Uh, it it's went away since then, so I can't name off the person. I'm really bad at that. But they asked, "Do puppets count as animation?" Oh, we've got that one a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, why wouldn't they? You're animating it with your hands. Yeah, I, I think it counts. I just don't think it's um, it's unconventional animation. Well, it's a different medium. It's like, um, yeah, it was Fennec Fox Fanatic. Fennec Fox Fanatic. Yeah. Because yeah. well, yeah. there's good puppeteering and there's bad puppeteering. And a lot of like how a puppet moves, you can apply a lot of the principles of animation. It's like the Yeah, it's like that one show. Uh, Pliny, was it? It was a Korean puppet show that was brought over here and butchered really badly. I almost feel there. like calling puppeteering animation is 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 not doing it justice because it's this whole other fascinating genre. It's of... it's kind of like it's like theater, which is a very very different like medium because you have to basically do a movie in one go and make sure everything goes off properly. I I, I think the most metal form of performance art is uh theater, in my opinion. That's pretty fair. I mean, because there's it's one go. There's a lot of improv. If you mess up, you have to catch yourself, and then also try not to reveal to the audience that then you messed uh, up. Right. There was a weird lesbian skit on SNL. I wound up watching, and like uh, the the one lesbian Ghostbuster girl, Kate something, can't remember. Uh, but she had to like. You, I watched it the first time, and it wasn't really that funny of a skit. But there's a point where the guy completely missed his cue. And I wound up was looking at the comment session, and someone mentioned that like you could see Kate reminding him of his cue in it. And I go back and look, and she like slowly kind of kicks him with her foot, without like her losing her like uh, composure, and it reminds him what he's supposed to say. And like that's really really cool. And like that kind of applies to what you're saying, Nolan. Like that's pretty fucking badass. It becomes part of the joke and the story, which is great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um, I guess that is the Pizza Party podcast. Yes, uh, so. Spoke might have a might have a thought on the theater. I don't, Izzy. Oh, at all. I'm trying to help you, buddy. Oh, Pan I came back. It. All right, so guys, so let's talk about the Jack, the second Jack <sighs> PSP game, the one that's yeah. like the end of the world. Uh, 
Uh, what is it called? Jack at the end of the, at the, end of the world. It's, it's, called, it's called Jack Attack. Yeah, and then da- Jack, let's talk about Dark Daxter, the, the, the lore behind Dark Daxter. Why, yeah. does, why does suddenly he have Dark Jack powers? That's the question. What's the difference between mm-hmm. Jack 1 and the ja- second Jack PSP game? Exactly. Um, so, so we can safely assume this will be a video upcoming on your channel, but is there any upcoming videos you'd like to promote here or um, anything, Quentin? Uh, I'm working on a short film that'll be out in the start of September. And uh, other than that, I'm working on some top secret analysis videos, which I don't want people to know quite yet about. But one of them is about Disneyland. So look out for that. <laughs> I love Disneyland videos. Go, yeah. go subscribe to Quentin. Uh, yeah. Quentin, give him a shout uh, out. Actually, yeah, <laughs> subscribe to it's youtube.com slash Quentin Reviews Kitchen Sinks. And uh, then when you're done subscribing to me, uh, go check out Defunct Land who you should have been watching instead of listening to this podcast That's and subscribe true. to him as well. Uh, pr- and we, press that bell. Put on notifications we, for Defunct Land. And Lindsay Ellis. We brought this oh, full Lindsay, circle, everybody. Lindsay Ellis, yes. Absolutely. How about you get the funk out of here? All right. Um, that was Pan. We're going um, to move him. Call again. We're just going to... Yeah, there we go. Nope. Uh, and then... <laughs> Izzy, Spo, would you like to, to say your words? Uh, thank you, Mr. Review, for coming on. It was oh, fun. Oh, it was uh, fun. Thank you. Yes, yes thank you, Mr. Uh, but yeah, have everyone have a great week, I guess. I don't know. Hey. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Make, sure, make um, sure to like, comment, and murder subscribe button. If you made it this far in the podcast, um, what, what, we should ask him to say something. That's quirky. Type out Waffles XD! Yeah, do that. That's that's um, <laughs> that's uh, yeah, that's um, Pan. That's my Pan goodbye for him since he's being a brat today. He's all right, goodbye, spirit. gamers, forever. All right, bye. That's all you need. That's bye. It. Bye. Okay. Goodbye. 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 And the stream is done. And time. Sorry, sorry, Pan was a salty bitch. I don't know he why he did that. He doesn't like the Jack franchise, I guess. Oh well. <laughs>